724 on a Wednesday morning. Joining us now in our studios is Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Martig. Good, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in today yeah. on a snowy day. Not not quite as snowy as last week, though. No. Uh, sorry Which I missed out nice. on that. Oh, <laughs> we are like playing our violin over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you knew this or not, but here in Minnesota, we have two seasons, winter and road construction. <laughs> okay. Bottoming. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to talk about road construction. Yeah. Uh, first of all, let's talk about winter, I guess. Um, we've had the the freeze and the thaw, yes. the freeze and the thaw, and all of a sudden uh, you start getting potholes out there. What yeah. I you know I I know there's got to be you, you can't just work on fill those year round in the middle of winter. What, what uh, when do we start filling those? Does the temperature have to warm up? The ground have to thaw? Or? Well, it's the first day of meteorolo- meteorological spring today so uh, um, I guess that's another season I would look at and um, so yeah this is a challenging time of the year any year we had some very strange uh, freeze and then thaw and snow situations this year that all communities are dealing with I know our townships and other cities around us have talked about it too but this time of the year there aren't any like plants uh, asphalt plants that are operating with the temperatures and so we often use just a cold mix where it's kind of a mixture of oil and and it, it goes in, it, it lasts a much shorter period of time, but we typically start to focus soon. I don't know if we've started yet on that. Filling those in to at least mm-hmm. deal with the, the worst ones. And then when the plants start going, then we put what's called hot mix in once the uh, plants start going for the season. So I guess the advice we have is is beware for yourself, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So slow down. And if you have particular routes, I'm guessing you get to know where you need to move into the road to avoid them. But unfortunately, um, yeah, yeah uh, we've got a number of those around town. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, road construction. You know, we've talked before about uh, the uh, uh, there is a project going on on the uh, south side of town this year and it includes um, some bicycle lanes and mm-hmm. some uh, pedestrian traffic and such and that is uh, on the uh, south lincoln street let's start off by uh, talking about that uh, where are we at on that whole thing yeah so one of the reasons we chose this topic for this morning is we wanted to help highlight also that there's a neighborhood meeting that's happening tonight it's the second neighborhood meeting um Tonight is Wednesday, March 1st, 5.30 to 7. It's out at the Northfield Middle School in their cafeteria, and it's, it'll be an open house format similar to previous years. Okay. You have, uh, th- there has been some opposition uh, that has spoke out. Some of the people in the neighborhood have spoke out and not in favor of uh, some of the, uh, the uh, improvements that uh, the city is proposing. Uh, can we talk about the... Uh, what what's changing? What's mm-hmm. different? And what are what is what are you looking to accomplish with this? Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about that larger picture of what the council is really doing here, and some of their priorities. So we know that people don't necessarily feel safe uh, biking on our streets. State and state and local data really talk about uh, the tragic and locally. I would say we've had two. Uh, tragic uh, recent experiences with bicycle deaths in the community. Um, and so that tells us, right, that biking is not ne- not necessarily safe for everyone. Uh, not everyone wants to or can um, 
ride their bike safely within the community, either because of age or ability or their level of comfort of biking right on our streets. So streets that separate cars, pedestrians, people on uh, bikes are really the safest streets for everyone, separated facilities for all three of those. And after lengthy discussion with the city council this past summer, I would, see, I would say, uh, we received a report from Alta uh, on a pedestrian bike and trail plan update for throughout the whole community. And the council really adopted those set of policy, policies really to help make our streets safer for everyone. And if we were to fully implement the design proposals of those policies, that would only affect about 7% of all the city street lanes within the city. That's not very much. Uh, so we have some very targeted goals and policies that the council is really trying to move forward here that will really yield significant improvement to public safety throughout the community. Ben, anything to add to that? Yeah, well, to get into the specifics, two things, Mayor, for for that big picture. Really, there are kind of two designs that we've heard concerns with. Uh, one is probably a newer one. It's it, They've been around for a long time, protected uh, in the world, I would say, as, as being out there as a protected two-way bike lane. Maple Street's uh, going to have that. Roosevelt Drive uh, will have that. And um, Lincoln Street's got some sections on that. And basically what that is, is at the street level, taking out kind of the shoulder or maybe a parking lane. Um, we're still preserving parking on one side throughout the, the project areas. But the um, basically what it is, is it's running a curb down in, in this two-way bike lane on the street level. It puts in a curb. It does a couple things. It you know, protects the, the biker. So if a, you know, gives you a greater sense of security and there is a curb, which if your car hits that should provide some level of protection. It also has the side benefit of adding some traffic calming and slowing down speeds. Uh, the other one is just simply an off street trail. And those are all over the place. And uh, we're including some of those as well, where we're extending the curb in out into the street a little bit more and then either integrated, shared with the sidewalk or separated from a sidewalk in some sections. We're basically adding some bikeway in with that. Now, in this project area, we have five schools all within this, these different areas. We have children frequently riding to school or in the summer and spring and fall. They're doing activities. So Spring Creek uh, Elementary, the high school, the middle school, Bridgewater Elementary, and also Arcadia are all within our areas that we've identified through planning and safe routes to school that, that these projects really fall within some of those goals. And so a wider street encourages faster driving, which is dangerous to us all. And the curve from Heritage to Lincoln is especially dangerous. And we know that Again, we've heard from residents that speeds are concern, and these improvements are natural traffic calming with a narrowing of streets um, and extending those curbs out. So if you're concerned about safety, uh, cars will be slower with this design, and we've even got some new speed counters that we're going to be using to show before and after, which we've done on some other projects as well. You had mentioned uh, the the data uh, has uh, the data that you've collected uh, is um, would would make would make you think this is safer. But yeah. I guess my my question would be where where's the data at? I mean, is that on the city's website? If people want to go to this meeting tonight and take mm -hmm. a look at this and and actually look at what uh, you know the what is safe, what isn't safe, why it's safe. Is that uh, any information on the, the website, or will they find out more tonight? I think on the specifics of the data, I say there's mm -hmm. there's overwhelming data uh, that has this out there. We don't necessarily have all that specifics loaded, but we can certainly add that. Uh, 
a common one we typically use is the, the higher the speeds, the more likely there are fatalities, and that one's clearly there. From an engineering standpoint, there has been some discussion um, related to um, specific traffic counts and things and when it's warranted. I would say, though, that and number one, this isn't a magical formula that you simply look at counts and then you end up applying a certain street design. There's a lot of different sources and design um, guidelines that the engineers look at. And then secondarily, the, it's really about what the community is also trying to achieve with the design of the streets. So like I said, um, if you don't have any driveways, you don't have any people walking in some areas, you put in a highway and there's no issues. But a highway meets a city throughout, right, splits the city right down the center of it. You got to do some adjustments for that. And so we use a lot of different sources from engineering. And I would say, say that engineering is under pretty dramatic changes right now, too, on reevaluating how they in, and how they prioritize street design as well. So it can be used by all. Mm -hmm. But I think the mayor maybe also could comment related to um, kind of just generally some of the dangers um, relating to uh, get people off streets uh, and um, uh, getting uh, and helping with, with, the, uh, with the bikeways that we've got. So I think that uh, I agree, Jeff, and I think we're we're hearing a lot from different people about their own analysis, and that is something that we just know. That is very Northfield-er-ish, right? That people do their own analysis, their study, their, they're looking up different reports and things like that. But I think ultimately the council really looked uh, very particularly about how we move people throughout our community. And the pedestrian, bike, and trail plan that the council just adopted was through a firm, Alta Engineering or Consulting, I can't remember. Um, Alta is that first name. But it's, it's right on the city's uh, website there, so people can go on and look at the analysis that was done there. They really looked citywide on where are the gaps and how do we best connect people and make our streets, trails, uh, sidewalks, safer throughout the whole community and the safe routes to school plan that was done was very intentional to ensure that our youngest aged uh, people within our community can get safely back and forth throughout no matter where you live if you're on the northwest side that you can get to Arcadia that you can get to the middle school or the high school if you wanted to walk or bike and when we make it safe for our younger generation, it's also then going to be safe for our older generation that are trying to move about the community. So I, I think the council and I and our city staff are really listening carefully to all the different concerns, uh, the asking of the different questions, and each one is responding maybe in a different way, whether they're just listening verbally or they're getting email responses back. But people are listening very carefully. Uh, we understand that this is really important to folks and that it's a change, but I hope that we can all agree that making our community safer, especially for our kids uh, and our streets safer, uh, will be important for everyone. And so this this project is bringing forward some change, and so we're, we're just asking people to... Um, Help us ensure that when we're when we're rolling out these different projects that um, we're taking into account kind of that bigger picture and ensuring that it's safe for all users, not just some people within a particular area. What about the cost? Is this an expensive proposition here? What? Uh, how much does it add uh, to the uh, cost of the overall project? 
Yeah, one thing was interesting for that our engineer uh, recently told the mayor and I was um, if we were to implement all of these um, policies that the city's looked at in identifying, um, putting in some of this infrastructure, we're talking 7% of all of our lane miles across the entire city. So that's actually a pretty targeted uh, improvement plan that we've got related to adding this. So it's not like these are going everywhere. They're really in these areas of corridors where we're where we know there's would be logically more bikes or we're trying to funnel people to and then as you get in more spread out in your neighborhoods and home areas then 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 you can get into the area where maybe you do share the street where there's less traffic so in the grand scheme of things um getting around and doing street projects does also involve pedestrians and improvements to bikes as well so that there is a cost to doing some of this but um we do a lot of subsidies related to other things too, like parking of the public that we wouldn't have to provide as well. This is a really small investment for safety, um, but there is a cost to that. Funding-wise, the city council did make uh, some significant changes to be able to allow us to implement more pedestrian um, gaps in our sidewalks to connect with schools in particular as a priority, and also to do some of these bikings when we went away from some of the special assessments to the franchise fees. That's replaced some of the assessments we've done directly to the property owner because we know these networks are about the whole city, not just your own neighborhood. So for these to work well, there's got to be consistency from one neighborhood to the next as you go through it. Um, so I think it's a cost that's worth incurring, and it's just kind of built into the, the base of that. I would also say, you know, again, back to the change issue, we know it's hard, but we also know there are recent examples that um, there's been concerns, like on the roundabout, and really none of those predicted problems have come to pass. It's really worked really well. On Division Street, we know the valley gutters um, kind of on the south end of town have really worked well. It has actually slowed traffic, and people are much safer have felt much safer and comfortable to cross the street, like on 6th Street and some of those areas. Um, you can get right across. You can be seen by the vehicles, and so it's just a completely different situation. On Water Street, we added some bump outs on 7th Street. It is a substantial decrease in speed. That's one area where we actually did a speed counter, and we showed it before and after. There was a dramatic decrease in the amount of speeds through that crossing and also shortened the path for the seniors going to Millstream Commons and Village on the Cannon going to pharmacies, groceries, and restaurants, it, it just makes it a much more uh, pleasurable experience where you don't have to worry for, about your life, hopefully, to, to, to get across town. Mm-hmm. What about the uh, the future? Does this complete the, I guess, uh, the, the overall, connect all the overall bicycle trails in town? Or do you still have some major projects, major parts of town that haven't been connected up yet? So one of the things that I would say for that, Jeff. And it really goes back to your question about the budget. One of the uh, things that the council has been doing, and it's the recommendation of our city staff too, is that you implement some of these changes when you're in the area doing these existing street projects. And that helps save some additional resources right there. We're not implementing them all at once. Mm -hmm. By doing them in conjunction with our street projects, though, it helps us to uh, get them done in a very sustainable manner, I would say, so that we're not implementing wholesale all throughout the community, but there is an overarching citywide plan 
that when we're in the area and there's streets that have been identified for reconstruction, reclamation, mill and overlay, it's at that time that we will be implementing these overarching pedestrian, bike, and trail plans. And to give you one example of that, just around the corner at our uh, March work session that we're going to have, in addition to the council reviewing the final documents of this project, um, we're also going to be talking about Wall Street Road. That's a great example of the Mayflower neighborhood really being disconnected from a safe standpoint into our community. And we're looking at adding the Milltown's Trail will run by that, but we're actually looking at adding a pedestrian and a bike network into the city so they can get into downtown safely, enjoy the community, and again, not have to fear for their life or serious injury in order to do that. So people in those neighborhoods, the council is going to be having a pre-review of that. We're partnering with the county on that project since it is a county road. But that's an example, Jeff, of a pretty major one just around the corner that we're also looking to uh, improve. Mm-hmm. Mayor Powdell, City Administrator Martin, we're out of time, but I want to promote that uh, meeting again that for tonight. What, yeah. what are the details on that? Yeah, that's 530 to 7 out at the Northfield Middle School, open house format. So there will be... Um, pictures that people can be looking at and they can be dialoguing right with our city staff and uh, I think we should probably have uh, quite a few city staff city council members there listening Um, but it's an opportunity for people to see a little bit more detail it's normal part of our process with all of our street projects these only come around about once every 50 years right Mm. and so doing it right is very important all right. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Once again, that meeting is 7 o'clock tonight, or 5.30 to 7. Did I get yeah. that right? 5.30 to 7 at uh, the middle school. Uh, thank you once again for joining us. Have a good yeah. one. Thanks. Thanks. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Martin. You're listening to 95.1 The One. We've got a PNIF News and a Side of Sports.